0: Uh, is, is our is our greatest example, uh, example of someone who walked in their trust. you see in Ma- uh You're seeing Ma- in Matthew four. Uh, Yeshua is led into the wilderness to be tempted by the adversary. Uh, so let, let let let's go to where we're gonna start at Ma- Matthew three, and we're gonna see how. Um, he has to respond by his trust. So, he's uh, Matthew 3 and 13 says, he, well, let's pray first. We thank you tonight for your mercy. Thank you for your loving kindness. Thank you for being so good to us. Thank you you for being our strength and our salvation. We ask you tonight to forgive us of all of our sins. Forgive us as we forgive those who have sinned against us Yah. We just continue just to ask you to help us to walk in your favor. Help us to walk in your compassion and your grace and just continue to take heed to you, to continue to be submissive to your will we pray for forgiveness of of being unsubmissive for being stubborn for intentionally sinning and also for sinning out of ignorance and we just ask you just to just to help us to be walking humility as yeshua says that if anyone wants to follow him we must first say no to our own selves take up our execution stake and follow him so help us y'all to live a life of self denial to deny our own self-interest in order to follow your will and also, y'all, yeah, we ask you to help us to walk in forgiveness, to be able to extend forgiveness to those who have um, done wrong toward us, or to those who have uh, hurt us in some sort of way. That we forgive, and we don't allow the adversary to have control over us uh, through our forgiveness. We also ask you, y'all, yeah, tonight, to help us to increase um, in our in our trust. For again, we understand that trust comes from hearing and hearing from your word. So we just pray for just to increase us in that, Yeshua, Hamashiach's name, Hallelujah. So we we're dealing again with Matthew, um, three, beginning in verse thirteen says, <clears throat> then Yeshua came from the Galea to the Jordan to be immersed by Yochanan about John, but John tried to stop him. You are coming, you are coming to me, I ought to be immersed by you. However, Yeshua answered him, let it be this way now uh, because we should do everything that righteousness requires. Then Yoganah let him and as soon as Yeshua had been immersed, he came up out of the water and at that moment, Heaven was open, and he saw the Spirit of Yah coming down upon him like a dove. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. I am well pleased with Him. Then chapter 4 says this, Then the Spirit led Yeshua up into the wilderness to be tempted by the adversary. After Yeshua had fasted forty days and nights, he was hungry. The tempter came and said to him, if you are the son of yah order these stones to become bread but he answered the tanakh says man does not live on bread alone but on every word that comes from the mouth of yah then the adversary took him to the holy city and set him on the highest point of the temple if you are the son of god he said jump for the tanakh says he will order his angels to be responsible for you they will support you with their hands so that you would not hurt your feet on the stones. Yeshua replied to him, but it also says, Do not put Yahweh Elohim to the test. Once more the adversary took him up to the summit of a very high mountain, showed him all the kings of the world and their glory and all their glory. And he said to him, All this I would give you if you would bow down and worship worship me. Excuse me. Away with you, Satan, Yeshua told him. For the Tanakh says, "Worship Yahya Elohim and serve Him only." Then the adversary let him alone, and the angels came and took care of him. So we're now we're dealing with tests and trials, um, uh, doing tests, ha- ha- having trust, uh, doing your tests and trials. And we, in our example, that we're going to use is Yeshua Hamashiach because He's the greatest, greatest example. When you look at, uh, when we study um, Hebrews, it says that we look unto Yeshua, the author or the initiator, and the finisher or the ender of our trust. Uh, so, so he's he's the one who we, who we look up to, who we put our mind to, or, or or take heed to. So we see Yeshua as being treated by the adversary. And we see that when the adversary comes to him, it's, 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 it's a faith thing. The first thing I want to bring out again, the first point that I want to bring out is when Yeshua goes to John to be immersed by John, <clears throat> John speaks and says, Hey, you know, me? You? Yeshua said Yeah, it must be this way. So when Yeshua uh, is immersed after John let him, this is what it says. Said. Said, as, as, as soon as he had came out of the water, at that moment, heaven was open and he saw the spirit of Yah coming down for him like a dove. And a voice from heaven said, This is my son whom I love. I am well pleased with him. Now who said they saw this? Yeshua saw this. No one else out there saw what he saw. And the only way that we know that he saw this is because he had to tell them what he saw. So, And that's a trust issue. Because no one saw saw this. And my point in saying that is that that when you see the Most High move in your life or when you experience him or even when you have a word from him, you have to stand firm in that word in spite of how things look. Because the moment the Most High speaks into our lives and tell us that um, confirm us or give us a commandment to do, the adversary is going to try to tempt us to not take heed to that. That's why. That's why. When you look in James two and it says that faith without works is dead. It said as the spirit is dead without the body, so so, so is our faith without the works. Then when you when you hear Yah's word and, you, and, and, and he speaks, if you can't put into action what you hear, then you're walking outside of your trust. So so you got So you gotta have trust in what the Most High says. Then it talks about him going into the wilderness to be tempted by the adversary, and after forty days he was hungry. Uh, the question that we asked this past uh, Shabbat was, how did he get into the wilderness? And I think that's very significant to ask that question because he walked there. He had to walk. He was led by the, by the rural Kako He didn't have a bicycle, didn't have a car, didn't have a truck or a boat or a scooter. He had two legs. So he was led, so he walked into the wilderness where he's fasting for 40 days. After 40 days of fasting, then you begin to see him be hungry after it's with, And he has to walk back to, to where he came from in order to have anything to eat. So the adversary comes to him and he challenges him. And he says, if you are. Now remember, this, the word was already spoken to him after he was immersed by John. And the word was spoken to him, the first word spoken to him was, this is my son and whom I am well pleased. So now you hear the Most High speak to him. Speak, confirm him, or give him his identity, or let, or let him know who he is to him, or, 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 you know, whatever his purpose was in that, and the adversary comes and says, well, if you are who Yah says you are, if you are the son of Yah, turn these stones to bread. Now, Yeshua could have gotten this pride, because he's being tested. He's being tried. He, by the adversary, he's being tempted by the adversary, and he could have gotten this pride. He could say, "You know, well, I, I am who I am," and he did it. But what he did, what he does, instead of him getting beside himself, or instead of him taking matters into his own hand, he responds back to the adversary. And when he responds back to the adversary, this is what he tells him: uh, Do Roman eight. Uh, one says this. Listen to this. All the misvotes I am giving you today are to be, you are to take care, take, you are to take care to obey so that you will live, increase your numbers, enter and take possession of the land that who swore about to your ancestors. You are to remember everything of the way in which Yah led you these 40 years in the desert, humbling and testing you in order to know what was in your heart. Whether you would obey his commandments or not, he humbled you, allowing you to become hungry, and then fed you with manna, which neither you nor your ancestors have ever known, to make you understand that a person does not live on food alone, but on everything that comes from the mouth of Yah. So when Yeshua uh, was treated by the adversary, and the adversary says, well, If you are, Yeshua goes. Back to his foundation, he goes to Torah because he, now he's exercising his faith, his trust, and and, and and let me give you give you something. In Hebrew thought, whenever um, in the ancient, not 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 today in today's time, some people quote scriptures to sound deep. But in Yeshua's day and before then, when a rabbi or when a teacher would teach and they would quote the scripture, the people automatically understood the in, the, the entirety uh, of what he was talking about. You know, they, so so they so nowadays we have chapters where in the shoes they have chapters and verses and verses. So, but he understood when he when he spoke this that he understood how Yah was the provision, how Yah is the provider, how Yah is the sustainer, how Yah is the one who's testing him, humbling him to see what's in his heart, and the adversary is trying to tempt him to sin against Yah and to see if he's going to believe or trusting that word, or trusting Yah's word, that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of Yah. Now remember, he's hungry. The question is, how many of us can overcome the adversary when we're being tempted by him? How many of us can stand firm in the word that the Most High speaks of our life when the adversary is truly trying to tempt us to get us to sin against Yah? or even trying to put us into, into, into some kind of identity crisis. <clears throat> In this case, uh, he comes to Yeshua and questions, well, if you are the son of Yah, then turn these stones to bread. But Yeshua has an understanding, well, if I'm a son of Yah, then it's my father's responsibility, responsibility to provide for me and not me myself. So let me deny myself, let me humble myself, and let me know that Yah will lead me and feed me. And, I'm, and I don't live by bread alone anyway, but I live by what his word says, by everything that proceeds out of the mouth of Yah. So we got to understand that when we're going through trials and tests, that we got to have these very same words to help us. We, we, we don't walk away. We don't give up. We don't go astray. We don't give in because of a condition or a situation that we're going through. Because many of us are like that. soon we start going through something, the adversary um, uh, speaks to us uh, about sinning against the Most High whatever, we'll fall off, some of us will, if we don't have the word to sustain us. And the adversary is taking heed to Yeshua as Yeshua speaks the word that man does not live by bread alone. So now what happens next? The adversary tries to pull the scripture out of context just to try to get him again and, he tried, and, and to try to make Yeshua tempt Yahweh. So the adversary comes back and say, the adversary comes back to Yeshua and, and um, he says to him in um, uh, Matthew uh, four again, four six says this: If you are the son of God, he said, jump. For the Tanakh says he will order his angels to be responsible for you; they will support you with their with their hands, so that you will not hurt your feet on the stones. Now Yeshua understood, like I said before, a uh, Hebrew thought. That when when, when, a, when a scripture or a verse was quoted, you know, out, out of the Tanakh, that 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 the people understood the entirety of that chapter or, or, or that section of what it was speaking about, and so Yeshua understood that that's not what that meant, and actually that's trying to t- test y'all or tip y'all, because that song is is, is a is, is a psalm 91 and what what, was going on is that the most high is 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 is, is making himself responsible for protecting his children or or protecting his son not you tipping him by you jumping to see if he says if he's gonna do what he said that's not what psalm 91 uh means so let's go to psalm 91 because the adversary comes to see and listen if you don't have if if your foundation is not the word When you're you're trapped by the adversary, you will fall. Many of us are what we call good time believers. Only can stand firm in the good times. When all things are going well for our life. But as soon as a trial or a test hit us, we want to fall off the path. So you really can't have trust if you fall off the path when you're going through when everything is goody-goody, when everything is howdy-howdy, and everybody, everything is going well, then all of a sudden, man, we got the, we got the faith to move mountains. Well, how about having that trust to move mountains when the adversary is trying to tempt you to sin? How about having that same trust to, to move mountains when the adversary is trying to tempt you to give up because of what you're dealing with, because you're hungry for something? When you the greatest problem that man has is hunger, we all we are all hungry. But the question I want to ask you is, what are you hungry for? Are you hungry for the word of Yah? Are you hungry to please Yah? Are you hungry to advance in the kingdom and, 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 and please the most high? Or are you hungry for your own things, for your own self, for your own selfish desires or your own selfish motives? Because let me tell you, trust or faith. Is not something you conjure up in your mind and think the Most High is going to back you up, but trust comes only from hearing Yah's word. So you gain trust by what Yah says, by you hearing His word, and then your trust is shown through your actions by you doing what His word says, being obedient to the Scriptures. So, the, so the adversary is trying to um, deceive Yeshua. So, 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 he, so he quotes a passage, as he says, Jump, for it is written that he'll give his angels charge concerning you, or make them responsible for you, and they'll bear you up, so you won't hurt your foot against the stone, so you won't trip. So now listen to this, Psalm 91 says this, You who live in the shelter of Elyar, who spend your nights in the shadow of Shaddai, who say, who say to Yah, my refuge, my fortress, my Elohim, in whom I trust. He will rescue you from the trap of the hunter and from the plague of calamities, and he will cover you with his pinions. Under his wings, you will find refuge. His truth is a shield and protection. You will fear the terrors of night. You will not fear the terrors of night or or the arrows that fly by day, or the plague that roams in the dark, or the scorch that reach havoc at noon, a thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it won't come near you. Only keep your eyes open, and you will see how the wicked are punished. For you have made Yah the Most High, who is my refuge, your dwelling place. No disaster will, come, will happen to you, no calamity will come near your tent, for he will order his angels to care for you, and guard you wherever you go. They will carry you in their hands, and you won't trip on stone. You will tread down lions and snakes, young lions and serpents. You will trample underfoot because he loves you. I will rescue him because he knows my name. I will protect him. He will call on me, and I will answer him. I will be with him when he is in trouble. I will extradite him and bring him honor. I will satisfy him with long life and show him my salvation. So this psalm is talking about Yah's protection. It's not talking about Yeshua jumping off a cliff and, and the adversary is trying to just, you know, um, I mean, Yah, the angels is going to catch him when he jump. That's not what they're saying. But the adversary can always come and bring the scripture out of context in order to get you to trip. So Yeshua responds back to him, uh, Deuteronomy 6, 16, which says this, do not put Yahuwah your Elohim to the test as you tested him at Masa, testing. Uh, observe diligently the commandments of Yahweh Elohim and his instructions, with laws he has given you. You are, you are to do what is right and good in the sight of Yah, and so that things will go well with you, and you will enter and possess the land which Yah, your Elohim swore to your ancestors, spelling you and all your enemies ahead of you, as Yah said. So Yeshua said, "Don't, don't, you don't test yah." So him understanding how the adversary is trying to persuade him to test the most high, to 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 go and get to do something that his word don't say do, and Yeshua responds and rebukes the adversary. So you, know, you are you are not to test yah as you did at Masa, which means testing. Now look at this. Let's go to um, Genesis. Let me show you. When, when, when you don't hear what's being said, and, and, I, and, I, and I'm going to make this twofold right here. then the adversary tells, the, the adversary is trying to deceive, uh, is going to deceive Adam and Eve. So the Most High is speaking. So in Genesis 2.15, says this, Yah, Elohim, took the person, put him in the Garden of Eden to cultivate and, to, and care for it. Yah Elohim gave the person this order. You may freely eat from every tree in the garden except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. You are not to eat from it, because on the day you eat from it, it will become certain that you will die. That's what the Most High gives the command. And he gives the command to Adam. And the reason my, my reason for my reason for, for saying that is this: is that Adam is the one who was supposed to tell Hava, Eve, what the most high said she wasn't there in in the garden when y'all said that he was so he had to re- it was his responsibility to teach truly what y'all say and then on top of that do we listen but when you don't say what the most high say and you say what you want to say you add to at times you can bring his word out of context which will get you in trouble if you don't know what his word said because the adversary It's trying to be manipulative, manipulative. Understand this. The adversary knows what Yah's words, what Yah says. But if he knows that you don't know, do you not think that he may try to deceive you by trying to use Yah's word against you in a whole other way? Listen to this. Genesis 3 and 1 says this. Now the serpent was more crafty than any wild animal which Yahweh Elohim had made. He said to the woman, did God really say you are not to eat from any tree in the garden? No, she should have said no. But she responds she responds with this. The woman answered the serpent, We may eat from we may eat from the fruit of the trees in the garden, but about the fruit of the tree in the middle of the garden, Yah said, You are neither to eat from it nor touch it, or you will die. The serpent said to the woman, It is not true that you will surely die. Because y'all knows that on the day you from it, your eyes will be open and you will be like him, like God, knowing good and evil. Now, because she took his word out of context, because she added to his word, she was able to be duped. But well, listen here, the husband was there with her. Hmm. And here's the thing: the husband knew what the Most High really, really said. we're not going to get on the subject of who sinned first and who was deceived. My point I'm trying to make here is that when the Most High speaks, we need to know what he is saying. So when an adversary tries to persuade us and try to bring us outside of our trust, we need to check check him. You know, everything that you do outside of your trust is a sin. Things done outside of faith is a sin because a lack of trust is an act of disobedience. When you don't, excuse me. When you don't want to live by trust, let me say that. When you lack trust, you don't get the results. Remember in Mark nine when the Talmudine Let's go to him Let's go to this this last um, tempting from the adversary through Yeshua. Turn turn your Bibles to Mark nine. Turn your Bibles to Mark 9. It says this. Uh, 9.14 when, when they got back to the back to the den, they saw a large crowd around them, and some torches arguing with them. And as soon as the crowd saw him, they were surprised. Rather to greet him, he asked him, what's, what's the discussion about? One of the crowd gave him the answer. Rabbi, I brought, my son to you, I brought my son to you because he has an evil uh, spirit in him and makes him un- unable to talk. Whenever it seizes him, throws him on the ground, he foams at the mouth, grasps his teeth, becomes stiff all over. And I asked your tabernacle to drive out the spirit out, but they couldn't do it. What was Yeshua's response? 919. Excuse me. People without any trust. How long would I be with you? How long was I put up with you? Bring him to me. They could not get the spirit out or cast the spirit out of this boy because of their lack of trust. People without any trust. You got to have trust. You got to walk in your trust. And when you lack trust, you don't get the results. The word says, the just shall live by his faith. For the just shall live by faith. So Matthew 4, um, um 8. Once more the episode took him up to the summit of the very high mountain, showing him all the kingdoms of the world and all and all their glory. And he said, and he said to him, all this I will give you if you bow down and worship me. Away with you, Satan, or adversary, Yeshua told him. For Tanakh says, worship Yahweh Elohim and serve him only. So Yeshua goes back to, and quotes to him again, Deuteronomy 6.13. Says, it says in Deuteronomy 6.13, it says, you are to fear Yahweh Elohim. Serve him and swear by his name. You are not to follow any other gods chosen from the gods of the peoples around you because Yehudah Elohim uh, who is here with you is a jealous God. And after tells him to bow, just bow down to me and I'm going to give you all the kingdoms of the world. Yeshua it, said, I, we don't bow down to you. See, so whatever he wants to tip you to bow to him, tip you to jump, you know, uh, off the cliff to ruin your life or jump and, and, and say the word, well, you know, get some kind of false reality or false sense of the word. Jump, he'll catch you. The word says he'll catch you. But that's not what the word means. That, that, that's not what they're saying. Yes, the Most High will protect you, but not, not as you trying to tempt him. Not as you trying to put him to the test to see if he will. You trust him, period. Or he'll provide for you. You have to know these things when you're being tried. Do and trials. Sometimes when your money gets funded, when you got things going on in your life, when your vehicle breaking up, when your house, when your bills are due, you have to trust the Most High. When your husband acting a fool, when your wife is being crazy, when your children are going astray, when things are not acting, going right in your life, you have to put your trust in what the Word says and you stand on that. Stand on it. You believe what the Most High say. In spite of you, Yeshua, you sure think about that now. Yeshua gave his life based on this trust in what the Father said. He's the lamb that was slain, the lamb of Israel that was slaughtered. And so he's the one who is worthy to open the seal. But that came through his obedience. He couldn't have been worthy to do that if he hadn't died and resurrected. So if he did that, here to have trust. Remember in the Garden of Gethsemane, the adversary tried to start dealing with his mindset. He tells Tabitha, "Man, my soul is heavy, exceedingly sorrowful. Y'all wait here and pray with me." His soul is heavy, exceedingly sorrowful, and he goes because he's struggling, understanding the will of the Father, knowing it's, it's Yah's will for him to give his life. After all, no man takes his life; it's him who's going to lay it down on his own and he understands that so he goes through and prays to his father to get past himself oh my father if it's at all possible let this just cut past but nevertheless not what I want what you want and in order to have your trust you have to get past the physical circumstances of what you see and you gotta be able to trust him in spite of what it looks like because sometimes it can look bad it can look horrific horrific it can look terrible But if we put our trust, put our trust in the Most High, He will provide. He'll give us strength. He will enable us to go forward and not let us fall down. Don't get weary in doing well. We'll reproduce if we we don't give up. You hang on in there and know that, that you're going through trials. You are not the only one going through. You got your brothers and your sisters throughout the world going through also. So let's continue to pray for one another and bear one another up and let's not be so selfish to think we are the only ones going through something. It's not about you. And even in that situation, it's always somebody maybe going, going through worse than what you're going through. And you have to put your trust in Yah. You got to. You got to believe on Him. Yeshua stands up one day and says, believe on me, as the scriptures have said, and out of your bellies shall flow rivers of living water. So believe on Yeshua, as the scriptures say. Not what religions say, not what your false mindset say, but what the scriptures say. Because when you find out what the scriptures say, then you'll be able to stand firm in that. When you find out what the scriptures say, you can stand firm in what y'all has said over your life and who YAH calls you to be. Maybe you're going through a transition, maybe you're coming to your identity of knowing who you are and as they're trying to attack you by maybe your family calling you crazy or want to leave you alone. But you still still trusting YAH's word. You believe in him and know you're blessed. Don't have your mindset about you being blessed because of of finances. That's not what the word says, but the word does say say this, Blessed are you when men shall revile you and persecute you and say all manner evil against you false for my sake, for so persecuted the prophets who were before you. So you, now you know you're blessed when you're pure in heart. Now you know you're blessed when you see the kingdom of Yah and all of this righteousness. Now you know you're blessed when you're poor in spirit, or when you're poor, but you had a real cockle death. Now you know you're blessed. You know you're the salt of the earth, the light of the world. So I, I can stand. And as I stand and be in that light, the people can see my Father and glorify Him through my act of obedience, through me being the light, through, through, through me walking in the ways of the Most High. So, so we're going to get rid of Him. But I want you all to know that you trust in the Most High. And you don't get weary doing well, doing, and Don't get weary doing well and well doing. But you trust in Yah. You believe on Him. You know that He is our strength, he is our refuge, he is our salvation, he is everything that we need, he's our all in all, so we don't give up. Hallelujah. Yah is our strength, he he he's the one uh who helps us, and we praise him for being so good to us. Hallelujah. So we're gonna uh do a word of prayer, and we're gonna we're gonna uh, be out here and hope to see you all uh this coming Shabbat. Yahweh, thank you for your mercy. Thank you for being our strength. Thank you for being good to us. And we ask you, y'all, to just, again, forgive us of the things that we've done that we know that we know that's not right. And help us to trust in you and stand firm in your word and not give up and not get where we're doing well. Help us to trust in spite of what we look, what it looks like or what we're going through to believe in you, to take heed to your word and live for you. For you are our strength. You are mighty. You are holy. You are righteous. You are... Everything that we need. So, y'all, we thank you and we just glorify you for all these things. In Yeshua HaMashiach's name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shalom. Hit the save button on the side. The download arrow. Yeah.